Hi this is Arun from arunsyoga.in I am a software engineer who mostly work with Node.js PHP and other backend technologies and I am an open source contributor as well I am a tantric by birth in a family which is passing tantric wisdom from generations to generations from past 2000 years of legacy and got lucky to travel across india and got chances to study under various gurus from different backgrounds and disciplines you could connect with me in arunsyoga.in here i'm helping you to design a divine lifestyle which is based on vedic astrology tantra and other yogic system of understanding Hello Today's episode we are speaking about my new book release named Cosmic Engineering and Orgasmic Continuum So let's begin our new episode So hello today I am with the author of the book Cosmic Engineering and Orgasmic Continuum which is latestly published by Amazon Arun Vigyan Hello Arun Hi So I heard that this book would be more helpful for the people those who are curious about tantra astrology and uh, what is a self healing and deep nature of orgasm and all isn't it yeah uh, so i came to know that this book is in the form of four dialogues correct uh, this book is basically has um, four dialogues okay and uh, from there the book is taking to four meditation techniques okay and also this book got um, images of the uh, very good philosophers mm-hmm. all across okay. and the technical terms is being explained across so for example most of the metaphysical terms mm-hmm. uh, that is not accessible or may not be able to understood by the general public yeah. that is also being explained across this book so uh, that is why this book is for the beginners as well it's okay. not just for the people who are when they very deep into the spiritual science okay. uh this is also for the people those who are just starting the journey into the spiritual uh realm of existence so you mean this book is not related to spiritual things and all meditation ha huh, correct yeah so the tanda is also a spiritual technology which is been came from india uh-huh. uh that is helping people to realize their own um existence the okay. subjective existence see the the things are like people are existing people are existing in different layers of existence like most of the people are just going into the uh physical realm like they just want to uh make money they just want to reproduce they just want to eat and things like that It, that is just materialistic pleasure so from here the person will actually stop this particular journey at a at a particular point where he is actually thinking something more about his own existence okay. so that is the one of the question uh, which we have discussed with dr thomas in this particular book okay. in that we are assuming that for example assume that this world is uh, destroying getting destroyed by a nuclear um reaction, reaction 
uh, or a nuclear war. Let's say the now the peoples are all all across the globe. Peoples are fighting each other, like Iran, Iraq, Syria, Palestine, and everywhere peoples are fighting. So, for example, now the world is getting destroyed by a nuclear war. So now what? All are dying. So the question is that why we are existing? Is there any meaning into this particular life? Yeah, our existence. Our existence. So from there we are talking about the French existentialism. Uh, uh, for example, with the Nietzsche and things like that. Those yeah. people are talking about if um, if the particular existence has not a meaning, mm -hmm. then we could actually. Why can't we take? Uh, see, for example. You are free to choose good or evil. Yeah. Hmm? So you can take good or evil from a particular time. But if this world, is, if the life has no meaning for existence, then you can actually take either good or bad way. Then the problem also comes, what is good and what is bad? Like for example, whatever the problems which are uh, good over here or in uh, India, that is bad in the other countries. Country. Yeah. For example, Mexico, the uh, marijuana is legal. Okay. I mean, the ganja is legal. Okay, okay. In yeah. India, we call it as ganja. The, the thing is legal in Mexico. Mexico. And uh, there is legal marijuana also available. For cancer patients, it is given as a treatment. Also, hemp oil, which is being given, for, for, example, for example, this hemp oil, that is being given as a treatment. Like it will actually reduce the age in kayakalpam, in Indian Ayurveda science, the kayakalpam, which is has this thing. The hemp oil or the marijuana oil is being used to reduce the age of people, which is from the Ayurveda. You know, uh, so these things are legal in Mexico and that is illegal in India. The hemp oil is also illegal in India. Yeah, hemp oil is illegal in India, not all the parts. In uh, Gujarat and the part of other parts of India also it's legal, okay. but some parts of the India it is illegal. Okay. And some part it is uh, it is a um, it's it's used as a religious um, you know celebration. Okay. For example, Holi and Ramanami. Uh, Sri Rama was uh, using uh, this Ramarasam. Oh yeah. Uh, that thought, that is yeah. in the Ramayana. Ah. So this is being given as a prasada in different parts of the India. That um, bang, is that yeah, bang. Yeah, bang. So that is called Ramarasa. Uh, so this is being given in different parts of India. So the religious aspect, that part it is legal, and uh, this part it is illegal. Yeah. So the uh, problem of good and bad also come across. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not the fan of psychedelics actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like I'm just uh, trying to say, I'm just trying to differentiate what is what? good and what, what is, is bad. bad. Yeah. Okay. So uh, when I'm coming to uh, this like these discussions are coming into this particular book okay. so we are trying to define is there a subjective meaning or the subjective existence is possible for a man to exist that is the basic uh, idea of this particular book okay. so if you see the title of the book that is uh, uh, cosmic engineering and orgasmic continuum yeah. so what is actually cosmic engineering yeah, cosmic engineering what is that <coughs> actually uh, meant by and uh, what is that the orgasmic continuum is also meant by so cosmic engineering so for example uh, the planets planets are greatly influencing uh, life on every planet it's not just the case of the earth where we 
human beings are existing. It's also some other parts. There are uh, other uh, extraterrestrial beings are actually existing. So some of my work related to ET, I mean the extra extraterrestrial activities, also is been published in the internet. So okay. there other part of the world, there are life is existing. So we have to talk about that as well. In other part of the world? World or planet, you mean? Uh, galaxy, the okay. universe, yeah, yeah. the universe. Uh -huh. So uh, the uh, the title which actually tells us how we will go in um, um, with union with this particular existence rather than that of fighting and getting out of that. If we go in union with this particular existence, we will go into the deep nature of uh -huh. the orgasm. Okay. So that is like, uh, you know, Nirvikalpa Samadhi. Nirvikalpa, in yogic term, mm -hmm. this is known as Nirvikalpa Samadhi. So when uh, yogis are comes to the Nirvikalpa Samadhi, they will fall into deep, into the uh, further um, um, experience of the Samadhi. What so, is the term Nirvikalpa Samadhi means? Malab, the particular term, what does that mean? Nirvikalpa Samadhi. So Samadhi is the... See, we all, we all living, okay, uh, we all living and we see the death, the death peoples also, hmm? we see the peoples are dying also, okay. correct, so now, are they really died, okay. the question is that whether they have died or not, hmm? for that, we have to experience the death while we are alive, okay. so to experience death, there are, certain yogic system through pranayama and all we can reach the death while alive so that guy in uh, advaita vedanta that particular person is known as jivan mukta jivan mukta which means that he is alive but dead experiencing death yeah this is a transcendental death like dmd while we are dying the uh, chemical which is being giving in our brain is DMD. Mm. So that will take us to very transcendental state. Mm. You know, the, the painful experience. You have to talk to people who are actually died and came back and be very, very near that experience also. Uh, no, it's um, very near that experience. Okay. If you talk near that experience, huh? what the experience is like, they go into very deep trance. Okay. While dying, they go into very deep trance. And some some cases, whether the Yamarajan is not uh, liking him or not, they will come back to the actual life. So, what happens is like, uh, that time, the DMD is being uh, produced in the uh, brain. So, that chemical is the, um, what we call, there is a um, LSD. LSD is the, that particular chemical which is being used widely as a drug. Okay. LSD. LSD. So the, the, that produce uh, uh, the similar kind of effect on the brain while we are dying. Hmm. Actually, what is uh, I don't know whether I'm going apart from this topic or not. Hmm. What is lucid dream? Uh, lucid, uh, like an hallucination. While we are sleeping, we used to experience like sudden fall or experiencing some sort of death and all. Like in dreams also. Hmm. What does see that the mean? lucid dreams are the uh, see the 
that is an, uh, another term which is the modern uh, psychology is trying to bring out. Okay. Like there is only four states. Uh -huh. uh, the Jagrat. Uh -huh. uh, Jagrat means? Jagrat means the, we are alive. alive. Like, okay. uh, we are talking. This, this is not Jagrat actually. Uh -huh. In this particular state, most of the people are not in the Jagrat also. Okay. They are not aware of what is actually happening. Okay, okay. So if you are in Jagrat state, uh -huh. what happens is like you can communicate with the everything around you okay you can manifest everything around you you can talk to the trees you can talk to the birds you can you can talk to many things okay. this is jagrat then jagrat sopna sushupti jagrat sushupti sushupti means um, we are in a state while sleeping huh? we are in a state where we don't have dreams or anything. Okay. Hmm? Huh. Then, sopna, which huh. means that we dream in the state. Huh. So, where we will experience the dreams. Huh. Then, the Toriya, that is the fourth state. Okay. With that particular state, huh. we are actually neither alive nor dead, nor dead, or we are, we are beyond. Okay. Huh. We are beyond everything. So, this is the, that is the term actually, orgasmic continuum. Yeah, this movie is quite interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, where do you get your ideas or information, or what inspired you the most to write this book on this particular content? See, the basically, um, I had a deep question on myself. Like, is oh. this the is this the just the existence, or does this has something which is existing beyond? Okay. Huh. So, that made me to travel across. Okay. So, all over India? Uh, all across India okay. and I've been into uh, some caves in Tiruvannamalai, uh, Tamil um, Nadu. Um, so where I meet people, yeah. those who actually into just uh, uh, doing bhajans and uh, smoking uh, bang and things like that, they're just sadhus. Okay, huh. And not only they are sadhus, there are scientists I met, mm -hmm. there are philosophers I met, and including Sandosh Shivan, <laughs> that uh, he's one of the best uh, uh, movie maker in the, oh, okay. <laughs> you know. Huh. So, uh, the, the, it was an accident, basically. <laughs> we, it was really funny that I was uh, with those people huh. and doing bhajan. And uh, one guy, he came and we spoke, uh, you know. Then I was asked him, um, who, who are you, what you do, okay. and stuff like huh. that. He said, he like, um, I just do movies. movies <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was an incident. Mm -hmm. Then I met the uh, Urali, you know, the uh, there is one guy in Cochin, uh, uh -huh. uh, Martin, I think. Uh, Martin, his name is Martin. Okay. Uh, he's Urali. He has long hair like that and he makes, uh, um, you know, <coughs> songs and uh, okay, uh, all okay, those song, things yeah. like there is something has happened. Somebody from uh, in Kerala, some people has attacked one person uh, who, who has a long hair, and they killed him. You yeah. know. Uh, then after that, this Urali has made a, 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 a Malayalam uh, song, yeah. which is like Tadivalar tum, Michavalar tum, Mutolam, So that guy also was there. Yeah. So interesting, very very interesting people. So okay. they are uh, doing something and all. Yeah. So. After, I mean, I'm, I'm almost into this uh, seeking approximately some seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. uh, then I thought I should uh, do something uh, to give people 
what is actually happening do, do are they really experiencing these things or uh, they can go into deep into this nature and stuff like that mm. so i just want to write a, a handbook okay. which inspire people to seek beyond because the human existence is basically giving possibility to experience life mm. which is actually we can see with our eyes or whatever there okay. is much more deeper sense of existence is there mm. life is much beyond this so i just want to give an introduction to them um, how they can go into the uh -huh. beyond and things like that so i made this uh, particular book okay and, and made available through amazon so that anybody across the globe can purchase, purchase the same. it from amazon yeah, yeah. so how long does it took you to complete this book so approximately one and a half years one and a half years yeah okay then do you have any series plant after this Yeah, so yeah, uh, we are actually uh, planning the next uh, series on this particular book mm -hmm. because the religions, uh, especially Semitic religions, mm -hmm. are taking away peoples from the um, core of the uh, spiritual existence. Oh, yeah. For example, in Semitic religions, it is business. Mm -hmm. You see, if you do, we will actually do business with the God. It's huh. not worshiping the God. Yeah. Like uh, we give God, uh, I will do this to you huh. if you do this to this me. To me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's actually a business. Huh. So that is not the job of God. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> See, Offerings God, are not. Uh, yeah. Huh. So if you do this, I'll do this for you. Okay. Huh. Uh, that I is like a, as a business. Huh. So that is not the exact thing. Uh, so we have to actually experience God. It's, it can happen through meditation. So, so you have involved meditation techniques also in your books now? Yeah, um, there are uh, three, four meditation techniques are there okay. in this particular book. Ah. Uh, so what do you hope your readers, mainly youngsters, to take away from your book after reading this? I didn't get your book. Like what you are expecting the readers to accept from your book? Mm -hmm. If they give an effort to seek beyond uh -huh. their physical existence, mm -hmm. I'm grateful. What your family think about your writing? Uh, particularly nothing. Like, I just support you. Like, ah, uh, we didn't talk about that. I because it doesn't matter, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, <coughs> if you are passionate about something, mm -hmm. if you are passionate about doing something, you should go ahead and do it. Oh yeah. Hmm? Exactly. You know, then uh, uh, the consequences like. Narayana Guru has been said one of the very important term from the Advaita Vedanta. Avanavan Atma Sugatti Nachari Kimnava Aparan Priya Heduvai Varenam Which means that whatever you are doing for your own happiness should be happiness for others. It's like happiness is dharma. It's not just the physical happiness. There are actings are going on. People will act and people will try to deviate you from the real existence and stuff like that. That that may not be real. So the real happiness, if you are happy with what you are doing, let it be happy for the other also. That that is the only particular motive. Ah, particular thing which I see. There we can't define right or wrong. We can't define what is good or bad, mm. but to go on in this particular space, in the particular life of existence, this is the one of the very important words which direct me. Oh, uh -huh.
whatever I'm doing for my own happiness, mm -hmm. let it be happy for other other also. If it is not hurting the other, others, hmm? oh, okay. if it is, I'm, I don't want to go out and kill somebody. Hmm. Actually, what is manifestation? So the manifestation is the tantric term. Mm -hmm. It's uh, known as vashyam. 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 Mm -hmm. So, see, by assuming that you are gonna get something, you will not get anything. Okay. You have to work also. Ah. So in th tantra, the there are japas also given, like affirm affirmations. Yeah, affirmations. Uh, uh, affirmations also been given. Mm -hmm. Like you have to chant a certain sound. So what happens is some energy levels is being activated on your body, okay. and what happens is like you you will get motivated to do that particular job. It's not like somebody else is coming from outside and giving you something. Okay. It's like you only have to do that. Uh, in past days, uh, I came to know, uh, I came to hear about a term known as subliminals. Then I started researching about that. That also some state like in affirmations, mm -hmm. like there's particular music, maybe the sounds of rain. Mm -hmm. Like we have to hear, we have to imagine, we have to visualize that, mm -hmm. and that uh, we can achieve that particular thing, like attracting money, or mm -hmm. uh, what to say, like. In YouTube also a lot of things for clear face, clear uh, skin, a lot of sub like sub affirmations are there inputted in that and our subconscious mind can hear. See the uh, the thing is like uh, we have to um, see just imagining something by we can't get anything we have to work also huh. like but it can help in a certain way huh. Carl J. Jung's uh, Man and His Symbols he wrote a very beautiful book called man and his symbol we are speaking about the this particular book particular book he is actually defining what is consciousness and what is subconsciousness and what is collective consciousness okay so whatever is being imprinted on our uh, uh, conscious mind mm -hmm. so while we are actually living here most of the people are in subconsciously active so they are passive people yeah. they are not active people so people who are uh, actually guided by the subconscious mind are the people those who are actually passive uh, okay. hmm? uh. they are not active yeah. so uh. if you have something on your conscious mind mm -hmm. that will start to reflect on your daily life okay. so what happens that time people will be become active Okay. Huh. Those are the active people. Hmm. So these affirmations or the mantras or the yantras hmm. which will actually imprint on your subconscious mind and that will reflect on your daily, daily activity. Okay. So you will be slowly become active. Hmm. It's not just by um, passively imagining hmm. something. Wow. Like if you are passively or if you are subconsciously imagining something, hmm. that is never going to happen. Hmm. If you are consciously imagining something, that will actually help you to achieve that because you your entire cell is actually working towards that particular thing okay. your entire body is actually active to achieve that particular thing that is called consciousness mm. so if you are consciously imagining something that will actually help you to achieve something if you are subconsciously imagining something that is not gonna help you anything it's just gonna put you in more and more darkness <laughs> yeah. like you know it's a ishavasi um, upanishad it's, it's been said in ishavasi upanishad mm -hmm. like uh, <clears throat> if you don't know that you don't know what to seek okay if you know that then you don't have to seek oh, if yeah. you think that you know that then you actually don't know. <laughs> I think it's quite confusing. No, no, no. It's, it's very, very, very mild term. Very, uh, very 
currently it's been uh, explained okay <laughs> so that is the ishavasim operation that's also uh, one of the starting parts on uh, my book basically okay, okay. so your book is in the form of four dialogues yeah. isn't it yeah. so please give uh, the introduction or a brief about that four dialogues so really <laughs> one so basically uh, the book has four uh, dialogues uh -huh. uh, basically the first dialogue i have already explained yeah. which is been with the uh, doctor Dr. thomas, thomas uh, yeah. basically we are questioning about the existential understanding of the men hmm. how the uh, people are existing whether it has a meaning and we are talking about different philosophies and different religions like for example druidry druidry is another religion which is like uh, uh, a primitive religion from the Europe. Okay, Druidry. 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 Uh, so we are speaking about that particular religion. And Thomas is actually pointing out uh, one church in France, mm -hmm. which is uh, taking Mary Magdalene was the tantric concert of Jesus Christ. Okay. So this is being polished out from the Bible because the church need because the church is the single entity which has a lot of money in this entire world. Yeah. That is a very big single entity. Yeah. So they want people to uh, use this. Like they want people's unmarried people in the form of uh, fathers and sisters. Nuns and, yeah. and all. Mm. They want people. Mm. So because of that particular reason, they have faked out the Jesus was with Mary Magdalene. Okay. <laughs> so it's generally see the women will bring something into the table okay. yeah. huh. Huh? so the life will be very different if a man is single and he is with a woman mm -hmm. the uh, two lives will be very uh, different actually mm -hmm. so uh, this is being polished out from the bible in order to uh, give these people a motive to stay in the celibate state mm -hmm. so that church can uh, actually use this uh, church well so there is a church uh, that Dr. Thomas has been pointing out mm -hmm. in that particular dialogue. Then the second dialogue is with the Bestie B. Murphy. Mm -hmm. Bestie B. Murphy. Bestie B. Murphy. Okay. So she has wrote uh, a book that name is uh, an autobiography of an orgasm. Okay. So what does it mean? Uh, um, she has actually if you see the youtube uh, you can see a lot of her videos basically mm. uh, where uh, she was actually speaking about the orgasm including tedx also mm. she's okay. speaking about the these things mm. so uh, what is basically happening when she was having a lover she was always faking the orgasm or, okay. Orga orgasm faking faking an orgasm uh, faking an orgasm because she is not able to get it okay. then what she has done she has traveled from us mm. to africa and india and temples of india mm. like kajuraho temples and the kamakya temples in india these temples has uh, uh, is not masculine oriented temples mm. Uh, the, they are not watching the life from the perspective of the men. Okay. They are watching the life from the perspective of okay. the okay. women. Yeah. How a man has to worship the women. That is what they are trying to see. Okay. So most of the worshiping places here, uh, what we are seeing, yeah. how a man has to be worshipped by women. women. Okay. That is that is from the point of view of the men. Yeah. So she has came to these temples and she in search of an orgasmic experience. So she wrote this book mm -hmm. as the autobiography of an orgasm. 
so this is the thing which we are speaking about that and uh, we are talking about what is that lying beyond orgasm okay. even beyond orgasm there is something existing that is thoriyam the fourth dimension of the existence, existence. which we are already so uh, so we can stay in that particular state for a long time that is the orgasmic continuum then uh, we are coming to the uh, third a uh, third part which is like uh, uh, it's, it's from a, a person called Ben Rosen. He is actually from a Los Angeles based uh, sex worker basically. Okay. So what, what he is doing is like, uh, um, you know, um, the modern adult movies mm. are actually turning. Even if you see the <coughs> people's, mm. the modern adult movies, if you, uh, at the age of 12, from the age of 12, whether you are, um, uh, saying it is yes or no that doesn't matter okay. because 70 percentage of the internet is actually adult movie from the age of 12 people uh -huh. has accessibility to this okay, and yeah. this is the first hand sexual educational material for every person in this world okay. so what happens they are turning into privates and that is actually reflecting in their bedroom and it is actually ending up a rape basically okay yeah. so so he is actually uh, making ethical porn in the u.s what they does is like they do ethical porn which is to prevent the rape from uh, on the bedrooms Bedroom. okay so we are speaking about that thing why he is doing that and feminist or uh, not feminine oriented worshiping method mm -hmm. uh, which is in the form of kaliyandra Kaliyandra. Kali uh -huh. So then the fourth uh, is with the Jam uh, Iris. Uh -huh. So she is actually teaching the Tantra on UK uh -huh. and uh, she has an experience of recovering from her lungs cancer uh, with the help of Tantric uh, Vidya, like using breath work and yoga and things like that. Okay. So these are the four dialogues which we are discussing across the book mm -hmm. and it has a four uh, meditation techniques mm -hmm. which can be used in every day for healing and empowerment and making people to be consciously alert. Okay. And so these are the uh, kind of main content of this particular book. Okay. So the, trying to see the uh, men's existence in different uh, view, Perspective. uh, different uh, perspectives and trying to see what is that actually going, going. on. Uh, would you say something about Khajura temple? I, I think it is also destructed, destroyed, is yeah, it? Yeah, correct. Uh, so in Khajura temple, we have recently done a video. Mm -hmm. uh, with it is in Madhya Pradesh now? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a Khajura is a temple. Uh, I mean, the place name is also Khajura Okay. So we have done a video recently about uh. that particular temple. Uh, what is this is happening? The Islamist terrorist. Okay. The Islamist fundamentalist basically imposing mm -hmm. their own idea mm -hmm. into um, West. They are trying to capture the Europeans okay. and they are trying to impose their own idea on the West. Okay. And for example, in the France, uh -huh. France, they teach uh, the Quran. Hmm. So basically in Quran, Quran is a book which is actually teaching people, hmm. if you kill somebody apart from your uh, religion, you will get uh, something on your heaven. And what they do is like they edit the Quran in order to, if they want to teach the Quran in uh, their mosque or something, mm. they have to edit and get uh, approval from the government before preaching it on their, this thing. Okay, madam, they are editing their holy book. Otherwise, they are not allowed to teach it. Okay. 
they can teach it because it is uh, anti-feminist because it is clearly saying the women has to be treated only in bedroom. Yeah. Uh, women, uh, you can only use women for reproduction. Huh. That is the only job of women. women. Okay. So they are, when they are trying to teach that in France, mm -hmm. they are editing. And recently what they done is like they have um, cut, um, you know, uh, citizenship for one Muslim person. Uh, Islamic person in uh, uh, France, France, France oh, okay. for teaching this anti-feminist thing, and these things, these things we are discussing in uh, this uh, that video mm -hmm. with the uh, 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 Barbara. She is from uh, Denmark. Denmark. Okay. Denmark. What is this Islamist anti-feminist people are trying to achieve in uh, a country like Denmark, mm -hmm. where the Islamist people is being given. They are begging for their citizenship, citizenship and they are coming there and they are imposing their rules on the Europe. Okay. You know, this, these things we are discussing in uh, that particular video. And what has they done in India, Islamist peoples, what they have done, how they destroyed the temples, all those things we are discussing in that particular video. Okay. So, where can readers find you, uh, find you more and about your books? Arun Shogadoji. Okay, you are having website. Now. Yeah, Arun Shogadoji. So that is where people can. And book is also available on yes. Amazon. Amazon also and my website. Okay. Uh, in Kerala, are you planning to publish this book? Because they may not be more aware about this now. So uh, there are some talk is uh, happening mm -hmm. with the, one of the publisher, uh, publisher from the uh, Kerala mm -hmm. in order to publish the same in Kerala in the form of English book. Mm -hmm. And uh, there is one person. Uh, he is from uh, Karnataka, Kola. Mm -hmm. uh, he is he want to translate this particular book into Karnataka, okay, Karnataka. and to publish. He has a publication named the Buddhidiva Publications. Mm -hmm. So I I had a very uh, little time to work with him, okay. and uh, he is basically uh, trying to. Um, oh, what happens in that particular area of the India? Mm -hmm. um, government is treating. Their untouchability is still existing. Exist, yeah. Untouchability is still existing in that particular part of the uh, India, India in Kola. Yeah. So what he has done is like he spoken with the many different people, uh, Dalit community, mm -hmm. and he is trying to bring everyone together in order to um, make them to more aware of uh, literature and things like that. So his name is the, uh, he done a very beautiful work called Adima. If you Google, uh, uh, you can see that. And his name is Kodigana Halli Ramaya. He is one of the very big uh, Dalit activists. Okay. So he want to translate this particular thing into Karnada. Do you have any plan to translate this book into Malayalam? Uh, nobody has uh, <laughs> came up. like. So he only told he want to translate this into Karnada. What he has a publication called Bhutidipa Publication. What about your new series? Like you are planning, do you have any plan to publish new series? Yeah, the second uh, series will come. About the same particular book? Yeah. Okay. Um, if somebody finds this as a controversial book, mm -hmm. and if any consequences rise against you, how you will face it? Or See, I don't think this is a controversial book. Might be some of that. Actually, uh, each and every person have different perspectives, isn't it? Correct. So some may be fine. This is a controversial book. Correct. So, how you will handle it? Like, what they see is, as for them, 
Uh. And what they are gonna react. See, there are people who uh, there are two kind of people. Mm. There some people act. Mm. Uh, yeah. In some situations happen. Some people act. act. Uh. Uh, some people react. Uh. Mm? If you are asking about the people who are gonna react, mm. I'm actually more uh, happy to see them to react, react. Okay. because <laughs> this will actually make them to do something. Uh. You know. <laughs> So that I am actually happy about that. But if some people say, those people who are able to act according to the situation, they can see it is actually a book uh, which will actually help people to uh, go ahead. Okay. And some of the ideas which is been discussing inside this book mm -hmm. may not be apt for uh, Indian community. It definitely. Mm, uh, because yeah. it is mostly the Western ideas we are speaking about the Western community and the uh, things like that. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It would be quite difficult for care like mostly Indian to accept these ideologies and all. It's that. not all the Indians. It's uh. maybe some part of the Kerala. Okay. It's not all the Indian definitely mm. because I have travelled across the Mostly India. in Kerala. You can uh, say. Uh, not all the part of uh -huh. the Kerala. Some part of the Kerala. Okay. I have travelled across. I have met many people, uh, okay. those who are having many different ideas, ideas, living with people who are actually from the urban area, actually from the remote area, Delhi's activists and uh, people those who don't have even single rupee in their hand and people who are multi billion billionaire people. I have seen many different people. So some uh, people maybe find it difficult for them to understand yeah. or accept. Or maybe it's because of they don't know. And I'm happy if this book is giving them some little bit knowledge. But you have mentioned about the relation between Jesus and Mary Magdalene. Mm. And you are breaking some conventional thought. Mm. So if any problem arises, how you will face? Like definitely it is related to religion, Christianity and also definitely thing is that we can't actually uh, take out the uh, facts from the history. So this particular discussion is coming mm -hmm. when I am having a discussion with Dr. Thomas of mm -hmm. He is uh, teaching in Oxford University. Okay. Okay. So he is actually talking this fact is exactly what he teaches in Oxford University. Okay. Hmm? Hmm. So the truth, <coughs> truth is feels like a, a groundbreaking for some other people. Huh. It's just because they are unaware. Okay. Huh. Hmm? See, people are uh, trying to go to the Oxford, hmm. spending lakhs and lakhs of rupees to learn this truth. Hmm. Hmm? If this can be taught in Oxford, hmm. why can't people can understand this? Okay. So this is like a, it's, it's not a, a unconventional thought or anything. It's a, it's, we are teaching, uh, I mean, the Dr. Thomas is teaching this particular thought with very clear evidences hmm. and by studying the history. Do you think that Christian people will accept this after reading a book? I don't know, like it's, it's been already in Oxford, it's already teaching in Oxford, it's uh, already teaching many places. Okay. And there is a church, and there is a Mary Magdalene lineage also. Hmm. The people may not be aware about that church and Mary Magdalene lineage. That, that's their problem, right? Uh, they let them do whatever with the Mary Magdalene church. Hmm. 
So this, this is whatever I am trying to say is facts. This is a accurate finding, and it is from the uh, uh, evidence from the history. I'm not even saying anything without any um, any proof. Okay. Huh. So I came to know that you predicted about coronavirus. Hmm. Now, how you predicted about this? Like, uh, that prediction was accurate or not? See, um, if you see the basic tradition or the astrological understanding of this particular existence, um, there is a mathematical calculation which is called Ashtavargam calculation. Ashtavargam calculation. Ashtavargam calculation. This is a Vedic maths. Okay. So based on that, I have calculated there is some kind of diseases will come from China. So when you calculated? Uh, approximately two and a half years probably before okay huh. and uh, I had made a video also that is available in YouTube your YouTube channel name I don't see over I don't see over. you can see the date also when I have done okay huh. to release this book what was the reaction of your society like friends family and all my grandma has called me uh -huh. uh, grandmother okay yeah and uh, she is actually uh, very happy about uh, what I have done mm. uh, because my great grandfather, mm. he was one of the very famous in that time, one of the very famous astrologers in that time. <coughs> so after, um, so he has some certain kind of worshiping method and some secret practices in uh, our family. Okay. So um, after him. Uh, somebody, uh, she's he, like him is me. Ah, okay. <laughs> so she has actually uh, very happy about it. So you mean you have like generation to generation huh. related to Tantras and astrology? Yeah, so my grandmother has seen the, this guy. Hmm. I have never seen my father also never had seen. Oh, okay. My grandmother has seen the, this uh, great grandfather. Huh. And uh, after him, somebody like that is coming in uh, our it's family. In you. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this is very good to see. That's Thank you for listening to my podcast. You could connect with me in ironsyoga.in where you could see my contact details including my phone number, my whatsapp and email. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes.